0: All right, welcome back to the Broad Oak Potty Podcast. Uh, We are recording two podcast episodes in a row, which may be a record for us, so I'm pretty excited about that. It's a record that will um, probably won't break, but I'd like the listener to understand that it is a a record for uh, It's an accomplishment. I'm proud of it. Um so, welcome back to the Broad Oak Potty Podcast.
1: We'll n- we'll never make this record again, probably.
0: Nope. two in a row. I think is maybe it's the peak. It's all it's all downhill from here. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Who knows? Hmm.
0: Well, it's it's uh, it's good to be able to have another conversation. Grateful to be able to do that. And we thought, and by we, I mean you. I mean you, you're kind of the one that you know. I, I throw out some ideas. You say no i hate those ideas here's some better ideas let's go with these and then i you know humbly um, submit to that and um and i'm known for my humility uh so but you recommended that we talk about biographies in light of the conversation that we had last year last week with jeremy johnston who uh, went on record to talk about how much he hated the lord of the rings movies
1: Actually, that was probably one of the more comical highlights of last uh, week's episode was you teed him up for what you thought was going to be an answer that you were going to get. And in reality, you did not get the answer that you thought you were going to get. And you know
0: what? I, I think you need to go back and listen again.
1: Inside. I mean, I was stoic in that moment, but inside I was just I mean, it was just hilarious. I was I was allowed I could not contain myself. I don't
0: remember you being stoic. As he was answering. I I remember watching you on camera giddy like a child on Christmas morning. Hey,
1: you know, what can I say? Different interpretation, I guess.
0: But we thought it'd be a good idea to talk in in the spirit. We're we're on this kick about reading good books. And I think you mentioned... how you particularly enjoy reading biographies. I mean, maybe you made kind of a passing comment in, in last yeah. week's episode. And and so we thought that maybe we can talk a little bit more about the benefits of reading biographies, autobiographies, uh, and and just commend that to uh, the listener.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, you know, we were talking last week about the benefits of fiction and how in one sense it enlarges your mind to story Um and as I was thinking about it then, but particularly now as I'm thinking about it, I probably have read um, just as many biographies, if not more, or autobiographies. And I'm going to lump those together. Um, stories about real people, um, for instance. I've probably read more of those, or at least as many of those as I've read fiction works. And and for me, mm-hmm. a lot of times, that's those have been the stories that I've gotten – uh, lost in or haven't enjoyed the most. Um, you know, and and it, it's it's a different genre, obviously than fiction. but I think it does some of the same things, and it does some uh, some things that are different. It, it enlarges our minds to story, but it also gives us in some ways life lessons uh, from people who've actually lived before us, you know. Um, so I've loved them. I love diving into biographies or autobiographies.
0: Yeah, I I know that I any time that I've read biography or not autobiography, and I and I make sure that I I read a few a year at least. Um, they're they're always, especially if you're reading them. Um, I some of the more recent ones that I've read are people who. I've known I've known about their life or uh the the la- actually the last one I read, well I just read this one on Tolkien, but the one before Tolkien I read on uh Jeffrey Williams, pastor or not Jeffrey Williams, Jeffrey Thomas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: and uh and he's someone who uh, he he was a pastor of a Reformed Baptist church, same uh congregation over the span of I don't know, fifty years 50.
1: Yeah, it was 50.
0: pastoring the same church. I think his grandson now pastors the church that he pastored at, and uh, and just listening to his story and uh, and being able to trace God's providence in his life, and to be able to uh, read about um, struggles and difficulties, and the Lord bringing him the Lord bringing him and his family through various difficulties, highs and lows mistakes made, things he'd do differently, you know, those, do, those types of things I find are so edifying uh, to me, uh, to my, to, to me as an individual, just my character, but then even something like that, trying to think through, man, this is a man who's, who uh, has been a faithful pastor, and, and I almost get to, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of learning, sitting at his feet, and, in and, and getting to know him, not just as pastor, but you, you're getting this intimate look at this individual that you wouldn't otherwise have. And so you're yeah. almost entering in this sort of tutor sort of relationship and, and a biography, an autobiography. That's a very vulnerable thing for someone to write, to put out. And so so I have always found them to be enriching and educational. They there's a lot of, um, they're not just historical, there's theological elements to it. They're like, there, there's, um, it, it's, it's more, you get more out of it than just learning about the individual the book is about. Um, yeah. and so, so there's a lot to, um, to mind there for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that turned me on to to biography, particularly Christian biography, which is is largely what I've I've read, um, was you know probably twenty plus years ago now. Uh, John Piper, many of our listeners may recognize that name. Uh, every year there was a pastors' conference, and the message that he would give at that pastors' okay. conference yeah. were these biographical messages. So he would read, he'd study all year. He'd read several books, several biographies about an individual, and then he would give a verbal one hour biography and then give lessons, particularly for pastors. And so out of some of those, I said, oh, I'm really interested in this person. So let me go pick up one of the biographies that Piper Mm -hmm. used or recommended and then dive into it. And and that kind of increased my desire, particularly when those biographies involved people who had to make difficult decisions um, or had to go through a period of suffering. You know, one of my favorite biographies, and I learned about this person from Piper. I've probably J G.
0: Patton.
1: Yeah, 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 you've given, yeah.
0: You've given me his biography.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I hand that I hand I hand that biography out like candy
0: almost. Oh, that's it, not you're right? just so you're saying that wasn't you didn't do that because we were friends. Just I hand the recommendation. You hand out. That out only to strangers on the street.
1: Yeah, Got pretty it. much. Yeah. No, the the but but John G. Patton's biography, Peyton um probably is how they pronounce it in Scotland. They it's 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 phenomenal, and you know it, it just you kind of can get lost in the missionary biography. But you're getting in that biography, you're getting theology, you're getting parenting advice, you're getting observed piety, you're getting just gut wrenching suffering um, as you're watching someone uh, in the cause of Christ go through difficult things. And I think that has a way, and you touched on this a moment ago, that has a way of enlarging uh, our minds for the life that we're called, uh, to live. Um, and to give us an example, you know, the scripture speaks to observing the lives of others in, 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 one sense. And I think, uh, biographies or autobiographies help us to do that, you know? Um, so it's just been, it's just been very encouraging to, to consider that. Um, sometimes you find biographies or autobiographies of people who you have shared interests with, um, You know, I've spent a decent amount of time in the Netherlands, and one of my theological heroes, as we know, is Herman Bavink. So I've read a couple of biographies about him, but it's because of a particular interest in him or in that area or that theology. Others uh, I've picked up because, like John G. Payton, right? I heard something on it, and it's just become something that I've read, given to others, read to my kids. Um, I remember several years ago, I picked up a a biography of uh, J.C. Ryle. And yeah. that whole
0: stand alone yeah
1: that whole biography That's about right. how he was he was called to by the lord to stand alone and take theological uh stances yeah. um and then i remember one time da carson wrote this short little book about his dad a canadian pastor you know right. here's here's da carson this kind of famous theologian pastor uh and then you know 90s and two, early 2000s um who speaks to thousands at conferences, and his dad trudged away for decades, um, and saw very little visible yeah. fruit for his ministry, and that can be encouraging. And so, there's a lot of encouragement when we read the lives of those who've gone before us.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, if you think about it, too, some, you know, the, there in Scripture we get a lot of um, helpful uh biographical bits along the way and 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 you see these these saints really struggling in their humanity with the various things and you see God's faithfulness and his restorative grace uh in their lives and and i found that even you know comforting when you see the yeah the, um uh even the suffering, like what the apostle Paul went through, and to be able to reflect on that and think on that and know that the Holy Spirit of God inspired that, or when you see Peter and um, you you we know him preaching bold sermons in the Book of Acts, uh, but we also see him uh, in his probably the lowest point of his life where he abandoned Jesus and pretended that he didn't know Jesus, right? The the Holy Spirit ensured that. Uh, those accounts were written uh and that those accounts have been preserved and we can benefit from seeing aspects of the stories of these men um that uh all right the the good the bad and the the ugly of it all in in God's grace working through the good and the bad and the ugly and and so you you know you even pick up on um the the benefit of biography through these little biographies throughout scripture yeah yeah Uh, yeah uh, go ahead
1: no i was just i mean i was just thinking you know the way that i'm built i like story i like and i've spent a lot of time listening to people's stories and as i've done that in my mind um, you know, you can, you can get invested in the, in the details and the, the, the unfolding kind of story in God's providence of their lives. But then when I've gone to read biographies or autobiographies, um, in addition to learning lessons from the lives of those individuals, um, you it, know, it's helpful to remember, okay, this is a real person. Um, and this person faced real challenges, um, and sometimes I think it gives us the ability to not just kind of watch the, the good things, but as you mentioned, you can also see if the biography is is, is uh, transparent, um, you can see some of the mistakes that individuals yeah. uh, have made. Um, you know, there's this one, uh, I mentioned reading a couple of biographies of that Dutch theologian, Herman Bavink. There's this one little f- uh, section in one of those biographies where it talks about something that, that Bavinck himself sort of kind of wrestled with or, or regretted a certain decision in the denomination that he was a part of making. And, and it, it describes the particular room and location. Now, for me, I've been to the Netherlands several times. So I've thought at some point, I'd like to go to that location because I believe the building is still standing because I was impacted by what I saw him do in that biography and how he thought about it. Um, and so, for me, story means something. But you know, some of the folks from my church will know this: places, cemeteries—they they mean something to me. Not because I think there's anything special that they're relics, but that they are monuments for um, the 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 sanctity of the person's life and what they stood for. And I think there's value when we take that seriously. You know.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I think this is the. Um... This is the risk of cancel culture as well. Yeah, when, when yeah. we begin to to rewrite history or ignore history or pretend, uh, you know, I spruce it up or <laughs> pretend that things didn't happen or didn't exist, like we—that's to our detriment. And so, you know, being able to to read about the struggles, the sins, the stories. Uh, of actual people in history that's 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 beneficial for us that's helpful for us and and so um
1: yeah yeah maybe- I, I i think i think i think you're right i would say of all the books that i've read in my life it's typically the biographies or the autobiographies that i'm the most disappointed when i get to the last few pages then i'm did the most you, fin-
0: dis- you finish with it
1: yeah, that I'm finished with it. It's like, oh, I wish, you know, I, I, it's almost like I've spent time with a friend here and, you know, the meeting is over kind of thing. You know what I mean?
0: Um, yeah. Uh,
1: perhaps like you feel every time you, you know, do one of these with me. It's like, you know, once it's over, I didn't, you know.
0: Super sad, super sad that I've got to do it again, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I think there are life lessons. I think there's the option op- opportunity to observe a person's life. But let let me ask you this. For the listener who's like, oh, that sounds great. Uh, I've never read a biography or autobiography. Uh, how do I dive into that? I mean, would we just say, hey, go to Barnes & Noble and pick a biography? Or any counsel we'd give them in terms of where to start, you know,
0: thoughts? I, yeah. I, so just off the top of my head, um, only because I saw this was recently uh, repackaged or it's it's being republished and kind of updated, but uh, a long line of godly men. Ligonier puts those mm. out. Uh, you know, to me, those are really good. If you're not familiar with reading biographies, that's yeah. a good step into reading the stories of some faithful saints that have gone before us. And I can't, you know, I've, they've got, I think they've got a biography on John Owen. They've got one on uh, Martin Luther, on Calvin. Uh, I, I think there's like 20 to 25 different biographies and they're all, like 120 pages or something and so like if you're mm. wanting to just dip your toe into the world of biography and i even think that if i remember right cuz it's been a long time since i've read one of their biographies um i think they have kind of reflection questions at the end that can help train you on how to maybe process the the story you know people's stories or how yeah. to Kind of maximally benefit from other people's stories, um, so that that that's just again that's just right off the top of my head. A long line of godly men is the the name of the series. There's somewhere around twenty five books there, and uh, I think Stephen Lawson might be one of the editors yep. of the series. But that's yeah, I think that's
1: a that's a good suggestion because sometimes you you see biographies and it, some of them can be quite lengthy, you know, and you're like. Yeah, that can be overwhelming. Um, but I think that's a good suggestion. I mean, if, if a person is into to listening, I mean, it, yeah, that's uh, a good again, idea. those, those autobi or those not autobiographical biographical messages that Piper has done, uh, I think are, are great to listen to.
0: I need to listen through those. I've, I've had members of the church tell me multiple times that I need to, uh, I, I've listened to one of those sermons and, and, or one of those talks and, and, uh, benefited from it immensely, but I, I would like to listen to those as well. Have you listened to all of them? I've listened to most of them. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're, they're, they're really good. Um, um I think you I think your, your counsel is good. I think another thing is to um, consider, are there, are there certain individuals that those that you, um, you know, that means something to you, your pastor, one of your elders, uh, maybe your spouse, a parent, are there suggestions they have? That can be helpful. Uh, you know, for me, again, sometimes I've picked up a biography or an autobiography because I was already reading that person's work and wanted to dive into their life. Um, That can be helpful as well. You know, Calvin, people write biographies about Calvin, but I've benefited okay. from just the little Banner of Truth volume of his letters, just reading some of his letters. Yeah. yeah. You know, which, John which Newton
0: has uh, Banner of Truths got John Newton's letters uh, published as well. Um, which are autobiographical in a sense. You really get to know the man a bit more. Uh, and maybe yeah. Banner of Truth is a good publisher to come in because they do, I mean, yeah, some of what they publish from a biography standpoint may be daunting to the person that hasn't um, read a biography before, but they also have smaller, um, you know, they've got the um, –
1: They've got books that are like uh, they've got five or six biographies into one little yeah, book.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. Well,
1: let me ask you this. I'm asking you this uh, without telling you in advance. So whatever comes to your mind, top biography or autobiography. Oh yours. man! If you had um, to pick one,
0: just one.
1: I'll let you have two. How about that? Two. Oh
0: man, that's a good question. I. <laughs> So uh, the the one that first just came to my mind, I'd probably have to reflect on what my absolute favorite is. Is but uh, Banner of Truth published Spurgeon one and two autobiography? Yeah, yeah. Um, th- those were really encouraging uh, to me, and uh, even seeing his seeing how he weathered uh, during the the great downgrade, you know, wet- mm-hmm. weathering um, kind of liberalism creeping in and him being kind of this lone voice similar to kind of Ryle's yeah uh, some of the stuff that Ryle, JC Ryle faced uh, and then his own kind of melancholic disposition and 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 kind of wrestling with um, depression and and anxiety and 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 watching how he processed Th- those things for me were encouraging yeah uh, you know I I've spent a lot of time working through Edward's life is another one that pops into my head, and and in uh, reading about Edwards is uh, is in some ways uh, de- deeply depressing. Mm. You should write a book. You should <laughs> do. I, you should
1: write. You should write a book sometime related to Jonathan Edwards.
0: I should write a book related to Jonathan. That's a good idea. Mm. No, re- reading someone whose mind, like this person, who just. Was driven to love the Lord as God with all of his mind. That when I, you know when I say that's depressing, I meant con- more convicting. Just the yeah, work ethic that that he had, and and as I'm reading it, I realize I've got a lot of growing and maturing to do. Yeah. But what about you? What are what are well? If I had to pick
1: one, it would probably be the autobiography of John G. Payton. Peyton. Um, yeah. Just because it's so broad, any stranger, <laughs> yeah. Um, that that one, I I just I think there's so much value there. I would encourage people listen to John Piper's biographical message on that, and then pick up his autobiography if you're a if you're a dad or a mom wanting to know about parenting, as he talks about his parents. Uh, just wonderful as he talks about theology. I mean, he is a Scottish Presbyterian in the 1800s who's going to go evangelize an unreached people group full of cannibals. That's who he is, right? um but the theology but just mission field kind of things um you know and he was young
0: when he went over there right
1: yeah and just the the heartbreak and then and then later on his second wife which a little bit of a spoiler alert there uh but his second wife her letters have been collected in a volume and actually for about a year on sunday evenings before we'd go to bed uh i would i would pick up that and and i would read just one of those letters out loud to to my wife and i and uh, we would laugh. Sometimes we would get teary-eyed, you know, just because of the heartbreak. But the 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 comedy, you know, all the things you learn. And that's another thing you you learn about parts of the world and time periods when you read good biographies. Yeah, but good that would point, probably yeah. be my that, my favorite. Yeah.
0: I, another one, early one, autobiography. You know, you know, we did an, I think an entire episode on this is Augustine's Confessions.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, spent a lot of time with good old Augustine. That's we've you, that,
0: taught that a couple of times.
1: Yeah, that one. That one's. A, I'm glad you said that. Confessions would be a great one, and it's a unique one to read. Um, yeah, but it'd be a great one for people to consider. Um, and is it
0: appropriate to say maybe one of the first records we have of an autobiography?
1: I think, in terms of Christian uh, mm-hmm. writing outside the scriptures, yeah. I mean, I'd have to think a little bit. Uh, in terms of outside of like, you know, Christianity, but in terms of Christian writers to that degree, I mean, we have stories of others, you know, yeah. Perpetua, Ignatius, Polycarp, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that, it would be sort of the first kind of autobiographical kind of thing of that caliber.
0: Yeah, that could be a good good place to go.
1: But I think as we talk about story last week with fiction and then this week with biography, there's a lot to consider. And and, and there's some benefits that are shared among fiction and biographies, and then there are some that are distinct. Um, and we just thought highlighting some of those and encouraging and commending our our listeners to those uh, in whatever degree you can take them in would be, would be helpful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: any other thoughts?
0: I don't have any. I think we've... Uh we've talked about absolutely everything we could possibly talk about related to biography and no one ever anywhere needs to talk about the benefits of reading biography again.
1: Mm, I doubt that.
0: Just refer them to this podcast episode.
1: Mm, I doubt that. But mm. maybe one day when I write your biography, I'll, I'll make a note of that. And I actually notes.
0: have it. I have it in, I, this is in my will that, you aren't allowed to even, once I die, mention my name.
1: Oh boy. Wow. Yeah,
0: so we'll see how that, we'll see
1: how that works out.
0: Far away. Yeah. Uh, well, it
1: has been good to be back with you two weeks in mm-hmm. a row, setting a record or at least getting back to where we used to be. Yeah. Um, good old days. Yeah. And Lord willing, we'll be back in another week or two. We have another interview coming up down the road, perhaps more. So good to, good to share in conversation. Go read a good biography or autobiography.